Listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Today we're going to learn more about Christmas in other cultures, other parts of the world. We've been learning about Christmas in various parts of the world. Today we head to the continent of Africa, particularly heading to Kenya. Our friend there is Shara Osiro. She serves as the Regional Shared Ministries Manager for the LCMS in Eastern and Southern Africa. Shara, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. I am looking forward to learning about your work there and what the Lord has given you to do Eastern and Southern Africa and residing in Kenya. Tell us about the the region and the communities where you serve today. So my work is all across the continent, so the entire region, so for Africa region. So for as a regional shared ministries manager, I manage or support shared resources across the region. I work with a team of four people. So that can vary from things like volunteer coordinator, communications, our retreats and special events, new missionary orientation, onboarding and offboarding, our hymnal projects, our work with CPH, Concordia Publishing House, and a a variety of other things. So I don't do this work by myself. As I said, I have a team of four that help to coordinate some of these shared ministry resources. That is a long list of things <laughs> under under a somewhat short job title. <laughs> what is that what does that look like for you then as you work through kind of day to day? I'm sure it's maybe something different every day. Yeah, it could be. The last probably month or so has been more on the volunteer coordination side. Our former mm-hmm. volunteer coordinator retired. So I'm picking up that 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 hat again, again with other members of my team. So coordinating upcoming short-term teams and volunteers for the region. Make, I can be in another country attending an event. Earlier this year, I had the opportunity to go to Ethiopia a couple of times for conferences. It can be serving alongside a team, a short-term team. I, I did that back in May. I went to Sierra Leone with one of my colleagues there. And, um, but also that was twofold. I also got to meet the, the church leaders there. I also serve on our leadership team. So I work very closely with our regional business manager and our regional director as well. So it sounds like you're involved in a lot of teamwork mm. in what you do. <laughs> One of the things you mentioned that caught my attention earlier is Hymnal Project. Mm. Tell me more about the Hymnal Project. I know we, we don't have a whole episode for it today, but I <laughs> want to know a little bit more about a Hymnal Project going on well, uh, in your region. Yes. So we, well, maybe I said that maybe not in the best construction, for lack of better words, but our cantor, Phil Magnus, works in the French-speaking countries, and he has been doing some work on a French hymnal. And so I am learning more about that and helping to support that there. I think he's working with some of our other missionaries in developing that work and with Lutheran Heritage Foundation for some of the translations in that work. So that's kind of the focus of that hymnal work right now. 
that's very exciting. We're, we're familiar with Phil Magnus's work as well, doing some great stuff, teaching people the the liturgy and the song in the church. Really, really cool stuff. Who are some of the people you, you mentioning your team? Who are some of those people on your team? The people that you get to work with on a on a daily or monthly basis? Uh, Stephanie Schulte, and she is in the Republic of Congo. Megan Mantai, she will be um, relocating here to Kenya, and Britt Odemba, and she's here in Kenya. Cool. What do the what do you get to do with those? I I think we've talked with all. I don't know if we've talked with Britt recently. No, we've I don't think so. Talked with Megan before. Mm-hmm. What are, What are the ways that you get to interact with your teammates and your partners in ministry there and and serve together? What are some of the projects you're working on and especially helping the, your new teammate relocate mm-hmm. to Kenya? Yes. Well, I work. Britt works a lot with Project Twenty Four, so our child. And Christ Care for Children in Kenya, so the Child Sponsorship Program, that's part of Project 24. She does a lot of their sponsorship and she works with alongside Jennifer Hummel there at the International Center and that. So I often will use my communication role and when I work with her, I will do visits to the sites to see the kids. We will, I will take photos of the kids for her sponsors and for new packets for the children, videos and things like that. And just a support role, getting to meet the site managers and the staff at the projects, at the project sites, and also just getting to know the children. It's my work with Stephanie Schulte, so she is our the nurse in our region and she, um, leads our community health evangelism or CHE programs and um, teams and volunteers. So we talk a lot about the coordination there. Again, she also hosts Mercy Medical Team, so I serve with her in May. My work with Megan Mantai, she's the regional coordinator for development and care. So she leads our member care team. She helps to put together our, our retreats and continuing education programs. And she's working closely now with the different church partners on their continuing education programs. So you work a lot with people from LCMS Office of International Mission, a lot of a lot of teamwork with those people. How much do you get to interact with with others on the ground as you're traveling to different countries in Africa? What how, do you get to build relationships with anyone else while you're on the field? As far as the the lo- local church partners, yes. I whenever I travel, I, I I get to have time with the local church leaders. I've had the opportunity to meet many of them over throughout the years of my service in different capacities and different roles that I've had. So I have have good relationships with many. And for those that I have not met yet, you know, looking forward to meeting those church leaders. Here in Kenya, we work alongside the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Kenya. This is the Lutheran Church partner here in Kenya. So I know the church leaders really well and many of the pastors. I'm going to interact with them again on any on many occasions, visits to the seminary, visits to the Project 24 sites, work with teams and volunteers. With I, I've interacted with the, the church leaders in Uganda, in Ethiopia. I often get to meet them, even if I'm just visiting fellow missionaries. So it's always good to, to greet and to meet church leaders when you're visiting their country. So I have a good, good relationship and it's just important to strengthen those relationships and nurture as we continue to work. Sarah, how long have you been serving in this region? I have been in the Africa region now for 13 years. That's quite a a milestone. That's pretty significant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to gather it feels like home now. Yes. My first three years was in South Africa and then I moved to Kenya. But even then, I, I call South Africa home and I still have 
fond memories of, of my life there. But yeah, Kenya definitely is. When I say, when I'm in the United States and I say I'm going home, I, I say I'm, I'm going to Kenya, my other home. And then when I'm in Kenya and I say I'm going home, I'm going to my other home, the United States. So I, I truly can say that I call those two places home and truly meet. Mm-hmm. You have had, I'm sure in that time, a lot to learn about the, the culture, the people, and interacting with the with the community and, and just being fully engaged with the community and getting to know the people you serve. And I, I know that that has grown in, in certain ways. We want to learn more about that. Um, we're going to do that in just a little bit. We're going to learn more about how you've connected with the community in a very, very special way. So we'll do that in just a moment. We're going to take a break here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are visiting with our friend Shara Osiro in Kenya today. She serves the Lord as a regional shared ministries manager for LCMS Africa region. Also joining Shara now, Michael and her husband, Michael. So looking forward to learning more about the Osiro family. So tell us... Well, Shara, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you met Michael? Yeah, Michael and I actually met here in, in Kenya. We had a, a mutual acquaintance that used us and he called to say hi and we got to talking and we met probably about two weeks later and, you know, had a really good conversation and, and continued that conversation and, you know, decided to get to know each other a little bit better and just grew in our relationship. And, and in God's perfect timing, we were connected. We were, we were married. <laughs> so, <laughs> Now, how long have you been married then? Five years. We got married in 2017. Very nice. So, Michael, what has that been like This in this relationship with Shara and all of the work that she does? What is that like for you to watch her do all this work on the ground with with all this mission work? Oh, I'd say it's been a journey for me, especially in serving the Lord. I grew up in a Christian family, so getting connected to Tushara was really a blessing for me because I've learned so much and my spiritual foundation has also been very, very strong. And um, we're we're progressing very, very well. I thank God for that. So... One of the things we'd like to talk about today is what makes Christmas unique in Kenya. What is Christmas in Kenya like? So, Michael, share with us, what are some of the traditions that have been important to you growing up in a Christian family? What are some of the traditions that happen in the church in Kenya? I'd say it's more or less the same because there's a lot of traveling up country in Kenya whereby families tend to go to the rural homes 
just to be together and celebrate Christmas and just uh, what does what does that look like Christmas Eve Christmas Day I know we have a lot of our, our traditions in America that are very you know we gather around the tree we open presents we eat a lot of food which I know we'll get to in a minute but what are some of those uh, traditions when you're with your family anything anything special that happens when you're gathered together no well the only difference is that here we we tend to you know slaughter animals like slaughter cows or goats and just have a, a feast you know the traditional African feast whereby people just sit together and and in an open space and just you know there's a lot of beef roasting a lot of beef stewing and just celebrating so that that's mostly happens in different different homes and and it's it's, it's more or less the same everywhere you go in, in in these parts of the world Shara what's it been like for you learning about some of the traditions and customs of Christmas in Kenya what have what have been some of the the key ones that have really been a highlight for you? As Michael said, you know, just the gathering of family together, whereas in the States, we have, a, a, a you know, big trees and presents. And even here in our home, we, we, we follow some of the same things. We have a tree and presents and things like that, especially here in Nairobi. But again, as Michael said, most Kenyans will go to their ancestral home, we say upcountry. I had the occasion early in my time here in Kenya, actually before I met Michael and I, I went with a friend. And as he said, a beef from the cow or, or or goat meat, something that's readily eaten. The family and friends gather together. The women are together in the kitchen cooking and talking and, and just having a good time. The kids are probably outside playing. The men are around the grill. They're the ones probably grilling the meat and doing some of those those things together. So it's a really fun time. You get to taste, you know, meat as it's cooking. You know, meat as it's being stewed. A pati is kind of like a tortilla, but that's a favorite here in Kenya as, as you know, watching women. So it's a lot of sitting together, being together, talking together, laughing together. It's, it's very communi- communal in, in that way. That sounds really wonderful. I would love to sit around while beef is roasting and just eat it all day. That, would, that sounds really great, quite honestly. <laughs> I know in America, we have a lot of like Christmas cookie, baked sweet tradition kind of stuff. Is there any of that in Kenya as well, or is it is it mostly roasted meats? Well, uh, now that seems to be taking shape out here, whereby you find that like Kenya has a lot of foreigners, a lot of expatriates. Mm-hmm. We are embracing them because like Shara and I, we are, this is like an American married to a Kenyan. So there's also that elsewhere and people, communities or, or, or families are embracing various cultures, including, you know, sharing of cookies, opening of presents and, 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 you know, so it's, it's, it's all now just getting all dynamic. In addition to the, the meat and the, the, the bread, oh boy, now we're all hungry talking about this. <laughs> else in, in terms of food that, that makes a, that is significant at this time of year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Of course, beef has its accompaniments. So there's one of our staple food is ugali, which is basically corn, corn flour powdered into, you know, share. So it's kind of maybe like grits, but very stiff. So it's a corn flour and you would boil water and then you would pour the, the flour in. And as Michael said, you kind of pound it and stir it and pound it and stir it. It forms into a ball, you know, depending on the size of the people that you need to feed and, um, it is, it can be cut into pieces and is eaten with, 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 with the hand. And as he says, it's an accompaniment to, to beef or, or 
stew or, or things like that. That is a Kenyan staple. Kenyans eat it, I would say, every day. Things like green vegetables, like, like a spinach or kale that's like boiled and cooked down with maybe tomatoes and onions, a little bit of oil. You can put maybe coconut mm-hmm. milk and kind of have a cream spinach. And then there's a local version of that. We, it's called Shukuma Wiki. That's also an accompaniment with duogali, with beef, um, maybe cabbage as well. That can be fried with, again, some oil and tomatoes, onions as well. Apati, as I mentioned before. That, Beautiful that's, chapati. That's, that's all-time favorite. It's probably a must as well, too. So it's, again, like a dough and then you... I roll it in a little boss, almost like how you make tortilla, a, a tortilla, but the consistency is, is slightly different as well. Some people can put shaved or grated carrots within within the dough. Some people put a little bit of sugar, but I mean, it's hot off the off the, the steel griddle that it's, it's kind of fried on. Let's see, maybe beans, maybe red beans or stewed lentils. Those go really well with chapati or rice. Rice as well can be an accompaniment, but I would venture to say more so ugali chapati and your your greens your sukuma wiki yeah i'm very hungry right now that all sounds <laughs> so good <laughs> now as far as working with a church partner and and, uh, and church traditions are there, are there anything is there anything special that happens in the church for christmas christmas day christmas i would say uh, i'm michael it's very very similar to the the u.s like we go to the the lutheran church in nairobi or so it's the main cathedral and we would go on christmas day so to have a christmas service i'm not sh- sure if they do a, a new year's eve but they definitely have a christmas day service they do have advent services as well leading up to christmas service i think even up country it most often they would have a christmas day service i know my colleagues in other countries in east africa or, or even across the region, will uh, attend church on, on Christmas Day. Here in the States, it, I think like a Christmas Eve, like a midnight Christmas Eve service is pretty typical as well. Anything like that? Possibly in some places. I'm probably more in the bigger cities just because okay. upcountry, as it, it's electricity can go. <laughs> so I, I would venture to say more in your largest, in the, in the bigger cities maybe here in Nairobi and some of the other largest cities here across the, the country. But then again, I, I'll also add that it's quite similar, quite similar to, you know, the order of services in the state whereby there's a, I mean, Christmas Eve, and then there's a Christmas service, and then there is a New Year Eve, and then there's a New Year service, you know. So it's more or less the same across all divide in, 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 this, in, in, in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Now here in the States, especially in Missouri, the St. Louis area, we're anticipating a cold Christmas. <laughs> What's the climate like this time of year for you as you prepare for Christmas? It is a very warm time of the year. I think it was it, it, about 80 degrees today. So it, it's warm. It's a warmer time of year. I think I would say it's our, our summer time here on, on the, in this hemisphere. So we are Definitely don't wear heavy coats or anything like that. We can have little pockets of rain. Overall, it's very warm this time of year for us. And in some places, I remember when I lived in South Africa, it's a time of year that families would go to the beach. People for a holiday, they would pack up and head to the beach. And that was a thing to do because it was summertime in essence as we as we think about it here in the Southern Hemisphere. So, And, and families here as well in Kenya would take vacations on the coast. Families will take vacation and go on safari and go to different parks and and see the animals this time of year as well. 
Christmas safari sounds like a tradition I want to try for sure. <laughs> I know, I know that that in the Southern Hemisphere, it's it's beach Christmas, and that that kind of has a disconnect in my brain. Being a cradle Midwesterner, was that a was that a, a transition for you, Shara, coming from the states to to Africa? Was that a transition for you getting used to a warmer Christmas or was that something you were used to here too? Uh, well, I lived in Arizona before I, I moved. And so Arizona doesn't get as cold as the rest of the United States. I mean, comparatively here, maybe to, to Kenya or even some parts of South Africa. So it, it was, I think, during the time of year. So June, July, August are the cooler or what we would call the cold months. So again, coming, and I think I went to South Africa in September-ish, and it was still a little bit cold. So just kind of getting adjusted to the the different, the weather, the different times of year was was a little bit, but it, it's, I'm, I'm very used to it now. So <laughs> how can we follow the the work that the Lord has given you in Africa region and your your partners in ministry there as well? Well, our Africa region does have a, a Facebook page, so you can follow us on the LCMS Africa Facebook page. We you can also find out about the work that we are doing in our region on the international that LCMS website. So we often will post stories of, of different events and different things happening in the region. And for the Osiris on our LCMS missionary page, um, lcms.org forward slash Osiro, you can find more information about some of the work that we do there. Very good. And we'll include that link with the program notes today. Our guests, Shara and Michael Osiro, thanks so much for being our guests on the Coffee Hour. Very blessed Christmas to you. And the same to you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.